449 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. We are continuing our conversation with Sioux Falls native Sam Keene. He's going to be at the library tonight downtown, and he's will have copies and signing his latest book, Caesar's Last Breath, Decoding the Secrets of the Air Around Us. Hey, i got to ask you one other question about the periodic table that I, that I forgot to ask earlier, and that is, in, in part of your book, uh, you talked about uh, all the different ways uh, that the table could have been arranged. We, you told us how you explained it to people, but did you? Was there one that you thought, "Hey, maybe we should have done it that way instead"? Oh, there are lots of great ones out there. Um, I like the three D ones, where uh, you know, kind of, you have a third dimension coming out at you, so it's not just flat. It'd be like a pop up book periodic table. So oh, that's cool. So, like, like if, if something's got a, you know a, a, a higher you know number of electrons, it can not based on <laughs> it jumps out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. that'd be cool. Um, the uh, uh, so Caesar's Last Breath, uh, your latest book that's out now. Um, how did it tell us? Tell us about the book. Tell us what the premise of this is. Yeah. So with all of my books, what I like doing is having kind of a central theme: the mm-hmm. brain, the genome, the periodic table. In this case, the atmosphere, and then jumping away from that central theme into lots of different areas of life, things like war or artistic things, crime, stuff like that. And I wrote the book because I knew that there were lots of great stories out there about the air we breathe. Uh, each chapter in the book looks at one of the gases we breathe. Um, oxygen and nitrogen are the big ones, but there's also little bits of anesthesia in there. There are pollutants, refrigerant. There is fallout from radioactive bomb tests in the 1950s still in the air today. And the book kind of looks at each one of the gases that we inhale and, again, tries to tell a story about it, where it comes from, how it affects our lives in hidden ways, and tries to really make you pay attention to the air. Think about the air that you're breathing in a completely new way. It's not just this sort of invisible thing around us. There's a lot of great stories out there right in front of your face. The kind of amazing thing about uh, this book is that you talk about how, you know, because Caesar's last breath, you know, that it has this kind of continuum over time Mm -hmm. that... That the air, I mean, it, the air changes, but it it could be the same pieces. Yeah. And, and that, how how did you ever come up with that concept? Uh, that's just amazing to me. It's, it's hard sort to of believe. it's sort of like a, a folklore almost in chemistry and physics classes. Professors sometimes challenge their students. They say, "What are the odds that you're breathing a molecule that Caesar breathed?" during his last breath in 44 BC, so over 2,000 years ago. And in the book, I get into a little bit more about the details, but it turns out that the molecules that we're breathing are so hardy, they stick around in the air for so long, especially the nitrogen molecules, and there are so many that we're breathing in and out all the time that those molecules are still around. And the odds of you breathing in a molecule each time you take a breath that Caesar also breathed are virtually certain. I mean, it's, it's almost a certainty that over the course of a day, you inhale several thousand molecules that he did. So, you know, his body is long gone. The mm-hmm. buildings around there are mostly gone. Mm-hmm. But Caesar's breath, of all things, is still in the air around us. The notion that the, that the air is just this kind of heaving organic sort of, it's not all organic, but this kind of a beast. I mean, it's, it's fascinating. It's a complicated, it's really a complicated system. I mean, you yeah. hear sometimes scientists say that the atmosphere is the most complicated thing that we know of besides a human brain. And it really is a very complicated system. So then why choose Julius Caesar as the person, as your, as your, uh, the, the muse in this 
Yeah, it's kind of a good question. Uh, It could be anyone. It could be, you know, Confucius or Amelia the Earhart, uh, Amelia Earhart, or, you know, anyone you can think of in history. Um, Julius Caesar, I guess, is just sort of tradition nowadays. You know, one professor heard it from his professor, from her professor, whatever, all, all the way back through history. So no reason that it's Caesar. It could be anyone. And that be, you're using it because all the professors are using yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a known yeah, thing at this it. point. But. Do you get, um, you know, like scientists, professors uh, uh, coming up to you and saying, you're, you're, you're making this trivial. You're making this too simple for people. No, I think a lot of them actually kind of enjoy it because they know the science in some cases. Mm-hmm. But what you don't get a lot of when you're a scientist, you're going through your education, is you don't get a lot of the background. You don't get a lot of the history. So they hear names of people, you know, a piece of equipment's named after someone. But they say, you never, I never knew that so-and-so was such, a, was such a hero, was such a great person, or that so-and-so was such a jerk. What a terrible guy he was, or something <laughs> like that. So they, they enjoy getting the, uh, the history out of it and learning about the people in the science as well. That that intersection of science and history is really fascinating and and it's kind of amazing that nobody was doing it before you to some degree. Uh, You know, some of these things you're like, I went and looked it up real quick to see somebody written a periodic table book and they had. Not the periodic table one, no. Yeah, so that's amazing. Um, So what's next for Sam Keen? I'm going to be working on a new book soon, uh, kind of bouncing some ideas around right now, trying to figure that out. But right now, just promoting Caesar's Last Breath, doing some readings in different places. Um, People can go to my website if they're interested in looking. It's just samkeen.com. That's S-A-M-K-E-A-N.com. There's an excerpt of each of my books there if people want to check it out. And there's also a little secret. You can learn like the secret. Bio. My secret biography. <laughs> yes. If you click in the right spot. It is online. So it's not that secret, but yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's a good biography. Uh, you should drop into on the website and read it. It's very interesting. Uh, Sam, uh, I uh, really appreciate you coming in today. Again, you're going to be down at the library tonight from 6.30 to 7.30 uh, with Caesar's Last Breath, Decoding the Secrets of the Air Around Us. Or you can talk about any of the other books that you've had, if folks have read them. And a lot of people around here have because... You've, uh, you're a known quantity around here. But, I appreciate that. Uh, are, you, uh, are you surprised at your success? Yeah, I am. I mean, it's, it, it's been a lot of fun. And like I said before, uh, when I would tell people the stories, they would really respond to them. Mm-hmm. So I knew people would like the stories, but you know, you never know when you're going out there putting a book in the world, what's going to happen to it, if anyone will read it at all. So yeah. it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been yeah. a good ride. Well, good luck to you. And Thank you. Uh, have fun at the library. Tonight. All right, I will. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. You keep putting-